0: continuous improvement plans, and the need for businesses to always, always, always be checking their vital signs. I'm Chris Joslin, and this is Josbites. Chris Joslin here. Another edition of Jaws Bites coming at you. Sponsored as always by www.ilevellogistics.com. Go to ilevellogistics.com and get your aggregated news brought to you on a daily basis. Subscribe, jump on YouTube and subscribe there. Go to one of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But come be part of the conversation, come be part of the community that is looking to try to mainstream transportation logistics that has been kind of on the sideline of our business environment for a very long time. That's what we look to do and we can't do it without you. So again, welcome aboard. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of what I call the um, Share, Care, and Dare program. We're going to be putting that on I level. iLevelU at some point with some specific videos and audios surrounding those those three categories. Those three categories are what I like to call the I-KPIs, and I'll define that in a little bit, but they are the vital signs. They are the internal vital signs for businesses, and in, in not just transportation businesses, but businesses in general from my point of view and my experience. So I want to bring that a little bit to you today. I don't know if this will be split up into multiple videos or just this one. We'll see how it rides, it goes today. But this is what I want to try to develop because, you know, as you know, It's great to think about strategies and planning on moving your business ahead and growing it and doing all the things that you need to do to um, really create something that, well, there's kind of two reasons to start a business, right? You can look at all the little details, but the two main reasons are you've got a mission or you want to make money or some combination of both. And I think most of us that start their own businesses have that in their minds when they go forward but it's just like going you know you go to your your next doctor appointment hopefully it's i guess it's even if it's on zoom they make you take your vital signs so what we're talking about here is finding the baseline to make sure that you're alive and well as a business or as a person before you jump into how to strategize becoming a larger business or a more uh, successful business in in general and you know, there are basically, you know, six vital signs. You know, you got your blood pressure, your respiration, pulse temperature, and height and weight is a kind of a combination to get your BMI and things like that, that 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 are really looking at kind of your susceptibility to other problems. So those are the kind of the baselines. And, you know, if if you go into the doctor and they're taking blood pressure and you have a, you know, anything from, you know, 120 over 80 to 90 over 60 or 70, you're considered within the normal range. Respiration between 12 and 18 breaths per minute is considered normal. and Temperature, etc. Pulse rate, 60 to 100 in a normal healthy adult. Now, if you heard me say that correctly, there's quite a range there. So it's not like you have to be exactly one thing. And it's just like businesses. Every business has its own DNA, its own thumbprint, its own its own unique set of circumstances and characteristics that will put you within a range of health. But that's what vital signs do. They're not saying that every single human being must be exactly 120 over 80 or 12 breaths per minute or anything like that. They're saying there's a, a something that constitutes a general range. And anything, when you're on the outside of that range, you inflate your probability for having you know, physical health challenges of some kind or another. Now in business, vital signs are normally categorized as what they call KPIs, you know, key performance indicators. Now, these are not necessarily global things. Some are defined by pure analytics and presented on kind of an accountant based terms like cash flow and operating ratio or EBITDA, if you've heard of that, which is earnings before interest, tax and appreciation. These are all kind of ways to gauge the success, the progress, and really the value of your company. But they're they're gauges to do that in a comparative way amongst other companies of your size and scope in the business environment that you work in, or they're gauged that way for people to look at your company and say, okay, this company is successful or not successful based on these outside KPIs. So we all can understand that. We all can understand that that's a a point of view that gives a context for somebody to look at perhaps buying your company or investing in your company or giving you credit ratings and things like that based on KPIs like that. But there's another way to look at this, the way that I'm trying to develop within the context of this video and with others to come. And that's um, what I like to call iKPIs, internal vital signs or internal key performance indicators. And these are the underlying or underpinning processes used to reflect, measure, and really manage your business to create that healthy veneer that we just talked about, those things that can be looked at from the outside. So you have to get it right internally. So just like the doctor goes and takes your blood pressure, that's not an external evaluation of you. The doctor sees you, and says oh you look like you're at the peak of health but then he takes your blood pressure and it's 180 over 120 and he's wheeling to the hospital you know that kind of thing so there's there's the outside measurement these the, the the external kpis the e-kpi and then there's the i-kpi the internal vital signs and those i've narrowed down for this discussion purpose to really three things now first before we get into those three things you have to be able, within the context of each of these three, to ask three underlying questions. Now, these You don't have to raise your hand or answer the questions. This is rhetorical for, for now. But those three questions are, number one, what do you want? Right? We've talked about that before in podcasts. You need to have something that you're looking to accomplish by having a business in the first place. So what do you want? You know, Do you want you know, something, you know, for your family? Do you want something for yourself? Do you want, you know, something to be able to to pay off the braces for the kids? And, of course, what you want is as different for every business owner as it is for every individual. They can be very specific. They can be very um, secular. You could want you know a, a toy to go out into the desert on the weekends so you can have fun with your family and friends. You could want a better house. You could want a better education. You could want something for your kids or your family. You want to give away to charity. You want it to, It's different as there are people. So what do you want? Each of these little things demands you to ask the question, what do you want first? Because that's the stepping stone. That's the starting spot to get into these KPIs that I'm talking about. And the second question to ask is, what are the processes needed to accomplish it? So it's, it's great to ask what you want, but then you, ask, you need to ask, how am I going to do this? What are the steps to take to do this thing that's going to meet the requirements for my company to develop, to make money, right? So as I said, I believe I said a moment ago, there's really only a couple of reasons to, to, to create a company, and that's, you know, for uh, mission or money right, or a combination thereof. So you've got to ask yourself what processes are going to be used to guide your company along the path that you've created with your vision, right? So your what is your want? What you want is your vision. How you do that is the processes. And the third question is what skill set or skill sets are you going to need to develop internally within the people that you have, or the person you have—I don't know how small or larger company is—the people you have, or is it something you can hire? Because that's a possibility as well. You know, it's—it's it's not all the time that you need to look at everybody in your in your company and say, "Oh, this person is going to be able to do this for me," or if I if I get this person's bad habits out of the way, maybe they can do that. Oftentimes, the best thing to do with company or with people in general as a viewpoint of how interpersonal relationships work is to look at those people and say how can I make them even stronger with the strengths that they have because that in the long run will help you to determine whether you can advance the skill sets they have to guide you toward your vision by putting the processes in place that you're looking for. So those are three questions. What do you want? What are the processes to accomplish and what skill sets are needed to develop? Okay, so the three vital signs share, care, and dare. Share, care, and dare. Yeah, I like to rhyme. I don't know what it is about me. I I enjoy that. So share, dare, and care. So share, I look at as the there's an inter, internal and an external component for These three categories, or two out of the three, at least, the share and the care. The share would be the development of your business from the outside in. You have to have a pipeline. If you have a product or service, you have to be able to find, acquire, and make sure that they're good-paying customers. Because if you don't do that, you're not going to be in business very long. If you don't create a pipeline of possible new clients... Raving clients for yourself, raving fans for yourself. If you don't put that pipeline into place, and then put them through what we call a sales cycle, which you know we could we could develop to a great degree on a further podcast, perhaps. If you if you don't put them within a sales cycle, and you continually put people into that pipeline and look for new opportunities to either adapt to what they need or have them fit into the category of what your service offerings or products are, then you're not going to go anywhere. So that you need to share. You need to share that externally to find those people good paying. I mentioned good paying customers because that's one of the most important things. There's a lot of customers out there that will join um, your business to, to get your services or have your products that want to pay you in much longer than you pay your underlying costs. And that's a recipe for a slow death for a business. So, you know, look to change your parameters, look to to find those good paying customers and then put them into a sales cycle. And then the internal portion of that share is share within your own company, the operational structures needed to accomplish getting those people that have gotten into your pipeline, those companies that are in your pipeline, what they're looking to have. You have to have some kind of operational structure. If you have a large enough amount of uh, transactions running through your system, oftentimes that becomes a structure that is more of an assembly line, whether you have individuals or groups that manage certain portions of your business, customer service, tendering freight, um, uh, calculating the analytics behind it, reporting, having a management structure, all those kinds of things are very important if you're a much smaller company than that then oftentimes there has to be a checklist or a structure that manages an individual's ability to do multiple facets of a business from cradle to grave, from taking that call or getting that email or getting that EDI transportation reference into your your TMS system and all the way through to the final portion where you're providing a, a proof of delivery for someone in the case of transportation logistics. The second part of the operation that we're talking about there would be to always be looking to adapt. Always be ready for the fact that things change. (laughs) The only thing that stays the same, right, is change. And that will definitely happen in any business, climate, or environment that you're in. So you need to be able to be nimble enough to adapt the structures to what is needed by your clientele, by your, your possible pipeline in your sales cycle that you have the the current ones you can grow organically the new ones you put on they have to be able you have to be able to give them something unique enough for them to continue to come back so that really requires what i like to call a continuous improvement program a planning you can use you, you know you can there's six sigma kind of scenarios there's the kaizen approach that the toyota way would talk about in their books and their structures where there's always incremental views on what you've done in the past, looking at the history of what you've done and trying to apply a, a construct that gives you the ability to move typically in a circular fashion because that's what continuous improvement does. You move and take these steps to, to create a scenario that you can look at what's happened and modify in kind with your business goals and your vision as I said, you need to ask what do you want from this process, and put the process into place, and then what skills you need to develop that that approach. And so, continuous improvement is always something. These are these are what I like to call daily deliberate actions. You need to take daily deliberate actions in this in this context. And I I know I'm throwing a lot at you, and it probably feels again like often I do when you when you create so much detail out of. You know, your thought might be, as an owner-operator or a, a small brokerage or something like that, that you just want to get out there and sell like wildfire. Well, that's not a bad strategy, but you got to understand that there's going to be more falling out the bottom of something like that than staying with you unless you, over time, start to look at the things that we're talking about. You start to share properly, both internally and externally, with developing pipelines and sales cycles and adapting your processes and programs and in strategies and structure to fit your customer's needs so they they don't go away so that they come back and trust me if they have a unique excellent experience which is part of the next part of the other key the next kpi the next vital sign that i want to talk about is care if they have a great experience that shows you as a company and you as your internal people actually care for their business, they will come back. People buy stuff all the time. People buy products and services all the time and you never hear anything about it if things go well. But if so, something goes bad, guess what? You and everybody else hears about it. So if you care about creating a quality delivery, you've set expectations. If you're going through the sales cycle prop- properly, then you set expectations. Then you need to deliver on those expectations. Part of care is to be able to deliver on the expectations. That creates fans for your business. There's no better way to put it. What you really want, it's great to have clients. It's better to have fans because the fans will refer you to other clients, etc., etc. And that is the the wonderful thing about developing business over time if you if you get your your questions answered properly you know what do you want what are the processes needed to accomplish this and what skill sets are needed to to that you need internally or to hire then you will answer those questions and you will create the expectations in the minds in the in the uh, of your clients you will deliver on them and create fans for what you do and that is a circular thing it goes back to the continuous improvement if you can create fans by delivering on what you promised, then you're going to create a more full pipeline in the share portion that we just talked about. The share K- I, the share iKPI, Internal Key Performance Indicator, will grow and be more robust, and you'll probably have to put more pipelines in place, probably for other services and things like that, because your clients, your raving fans, will ask you to do more, not less. That's the great thing about what we're talking about. They'll ask you to do more. And when you have your clients asking you to do more and paying you appropriately, because you never want to forget that. And that's the second part of care, by the way. It's one thing to care about delivering on expectations. That's great. But you also need to care about getting paid. You also need to care about the the financial structure of your company. Again, you know, people create companies. Typically, everything falls into two things, either your mission or your money or a combination of both. If you keep your mission as your focal point for your company, then it helps with the decision making of everything else that goes on. So it's worthwhile to spend a serious amount of time thinking about the mission of your company. Now, things can change. You could tweak what that mission is over time. Again, adaptation is key to all of this. But the money part, you need to always, and this is, I, I love this term, you need to inspect what you expect. What gets measured gets done. If you're looking at your, your revenue and your expenses and your profit all the time, if you're analyzing those things, then you will have an, uh, an expectation for those to be a certain amount based on your pipeline, based on your organic growth, based on your processes and your costs. So you will be able to put back into that company the right adaptations to make sure that you're in the black. I mean, that's the goal of a company, right? You're not in this to just give a, do a great service and lose money and be out of business. That doesn't do anything good for anybody. So it's very, it's very vital to care about your external customers and delivering on expectations and to care about your internal financials because you won't be able to deliver for long on expectations if, you, if your company fails, Right. Everybody got that? Good. Then finally we're going to come to the, the last of the three vital signs, the way I look at it, the inter- internal KPIs. And that is DARE. Now you can kind of look at this as both the internal and external, like I've talked about with share and care, but DARE to me is about legacy. It's about creating something that is kind of bigger than yourself, really. Now, again, I, I don't wanna overcomplicate things. Most of us want to get involved for the money part of the money and mission thing. We're looking to expand our financial horizon for ourselves, for the people that are important to us, and for the people that work for us, of course. But eventually, especially when you get those other things right, you'll eventually want to look at extending yourself in a way that provides for a legacy. And that is really for lack of a better way to put it, I think you need to always look at being able to expand your company and risk something. But only, let me very, very clearly say, but you only do that to the point, never beyond the point of your current level of tolerance to risk. So as you expand your company, as it grows, as you hit these other highlights, as you watch and Manage your vital signs in a way that creates a stable environment for your company. You can start to list, look at what to risk and creating a branding, if you will, that is above and beyond just, you know, ABC company moves trucks. Okay, there's a million companies that ABC trucking move trucks. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, one, I, I always laugh because. You know, and in, in over time, there's been a real adaptation for this in the sales world in general. You know, people don't go and buy beds anymore, right? You, you, you may think that's a physical bed, but they don't go buy a bed. They buy an experience for sleep, right? They <laughs> buy a good night's sleep. And that's true with any product or service you want to talk about. You can talk about it as having some intrinsic value, and that's it. Or you can relate it to something that is needed. And once you define how to relate your company to something out there that is needed and will continue to be needed then you're starting to create a brand you're starting to create a legacy for your company that is known for something greater than itself so when you when you know what your company stands for it becomes a billboard for your business and again it goes right back into that share mode Because the more you can share your products and services, the better opportunity for growth you have and to deliver on what you're promising. So inspect what you expect, build a legacy, move your risk tolerance only up to where your current level can be, but understand it and continue to look at your vital signs. Utilize daily deliberate actions to manage these three vital signs and your business will be the picture of health. So again, the three vital signs that I'm talking about are not those external ones that are, you know, number-based, value of your company base, those EBITDA and things like that that we talked about. I'm talking about internally. Focus in on sharing, caring, and uh, eventually daring as part of your business go back and watch this several times we'll probably have something on the i-level university to really unpack all of these and look further into this but again it's it's important i wanted to bring this to your attention for a few minutes today and share with you on on this podcast what some of the things i'm thinking about because if you can if you can spend some time and focus in focus your energies in just it can be on a piece of paper a lot of these different things if you create a spreadsheet and just have some daily deliberate actions that keep your focus on sharing building that pipeline and moving the sales cycle and taking that operations to the level that is important for your career customers caring setting a, an expectation and then delivering on that promise Right, and then looking at your your financials in a way where you understand that your mission is the focal point and that revenue, expenses, and profits need to be blended in such a way that you're, you're heading toward or if not profitable, and then finally daring. If you can look at that and expand your risk tolerance and create yourself a branded legacy for your business, you're going to go a million miles, a million miles. And as always, I look forward to ecommerce, Share this on YouTube, on the podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, Go to our website, www.ilevellogistics.com. Be part of that community. Be part of this as we grow. We look forward to seeing you next time on on the next edition of Jaws Bites.